0: All right, news roundup information overload hour, eight hundred nine four one Sean, if you want to be a part of the program. So we have these new developments as it relates to zero experience Hunter Biden, and none of this is good in, in any way, shape, manner, or form if you care about truth and you care about justice and you care about equal justice and you care about equal application of our laws in this country. Um if anything, it is it is beyond frustrating, especially to me. Now, we have multiple highly credible whistleblowers. Remember, the whole, the whole Ukraine thing was based on a hearsay whistleblower. They love whistleblowers, but then all the whistleblowers that signed affidavits under the, the threat of perjury uh, saying that they saw this in inappropriate behavior during the election in 2020, nobody wanted to hear about from those whistleblowers. Only when it's convenient for Democrats do whistleblowers actually matter. You know, if you have a, a whistleblower, hearsay whistleblower, that's okay for the January 6th committee. You won't even check out the veracity when there's conflicting information about, oh, did did Donald Trump try and commandeer the car that the Secret Service was driving him in? Uh, oh, did Donald Trump uh, also, you know, was it was it his attorney's handwriting or was it the hearsay witness's handwriting? I don't know the truth to any of it, but they could could have brought in a handwriting expert and ascertained all of it. Um Now we have these whistleblowers that have come forward to Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley detailing what they say is an effort within the FBI to discredit any information about zero experience Hunter and his foreign business dealings. Now, the laptop from hell, if you remember, prior to the 2020 election was dismissed by everybody in the media mob. Every Democrat uh, uh, looks like Russian disinformation looks like Russian, disin- Russian, disin- Russian disinformation, Russian disinformation. And then you had the 51, you know, former, current, intel, community, high-ranking people all saying the same thing. They all said it with no evidence at all whatsoever. So you have highly credible witnesses now and whistleblowers that have come forward. And the FBI and the Justice Department have now been accused by these whistleblowers of burying what is verified and verifiable dirt on President Biden's troubled son, Hunter. By incorrectly dismissing the intelligence as disinformation, just like they did in the lead up to the 2020 election. Anyway, so the ranking member of the Senate Judiciary Committee, Grassley, Senator Grassley, makes these claims in an official letter to the FBI director, Christopher Wray, and the attorney general, Merrick Garland, insisting allegations were so serious they prove, if confirmed, that both officers, uh, meaning the FBI and the Department of Justice, were institutionally corrupted to their very core. His words, not mine. He said the volume and consistency of these allegations substantiate their credibility and necessitate this letter. Quote, the information provided to my office involves concerns about the FBI's receipt and use of derogatory information related to Hunter Biden and the FBI's false portrayal of acquired evidence as disinformation. He wrote to Director Ray and Attorney General Garland. You have an obligation to the country to take these allegations seriously, immediately investigate, and take steps to institute fixes to these and other matters before you. Again, to Director Ray and A.G. Garland. All right, so we have whistleblowers that are all willing to come forward and all willing to talk about it and all willing to, you know, delay it all out on the table. You have top Republicans now pressing Hunter Biden's financial advisors for details. We know from the laptop from hell that Joe Biden, in spite of proclaiming over and over again, I've never had a single conversation with my son about his foreign business dealings. No, but they've had dinners with Hunter's foreign business partners because we have pictured evidence of that. We have details in Hunter's laptop uh, describing the the monies that are being set aside for the big guy, Joe Biden. You have Tony Bobolinsky, who sat in meetings and is saying he was aware of all of the farm business dealings. He got the then vice president while well, post vice presidency, Biden, bragging that he withheld a billion taxpayer dollars to get a prosecutor in Ukraine fired in six hours uh, because that prosecutor was investigating his son being paid millions with no experience. You know, Senator Ron Johnson read the riot act to the FBI director, says the bureau can't be trusted to investigate Hunter Biden. I would I would tend to agree with him. You know, we have all this information. What happens? See, the reason it doesn't happen. And this is where equal justice under the law doesn't exist. If the last name were Trump, the indictments would have been unsealed by now. The trial would have begun by now. This is a huge problem for this country moving forward. If you lose the rule of law, you lose your country. If you lose equal application of laws, you lose your country. If you lose, you know, equal justice under the law, you lose your country. That's how dangerous this all gets. Eric Eggers is with us, VP, Government Accountability Institute, co-host of the podcast, uh, The Drill Down, with our friend Peter Schweitzer, and Seamus Brunner is with us, author of the best-selling book, Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption, and... Um, And and by the way, uh, they're here to discuss all of this new information. All right. So, Eric, I'll start with you. What did you make of the the letters written by both Ron Johnson and Senator Grassley to the FBI and the attorney general? Because this would be blockbuster information if it was a Trump. Why is it not for the Biden's?
1: Well, let's be exactly clear, Sean. This is blockbuster information. Uh, what you've said is, you know, nothing less than our country at stake if you can't have equal application of the law. But to me, the big headline of this is not only is the FBI corrupt at the core and if the allegations from Senators Grassley and Johnson are accurate, I don't know how you draw any other conclusion. But to me, what this does is further underscore the incredibly scandalous nature of the election in 2020. We've seen how the mainstream corporate media actively suppressed and censored information that was relevant to the election in terms of all the reporting about hunter biden and think about this if the fbi was at that time signaling that the information that they had was disinformation you don't think they have contacts with the new york times you don't think they have contacts with other mainstream media outlets that helped contribute to that effort to suppress some would even call it swaying an election, right? I mean, there's limits to how much you're allowed to contribute to a campaign. We have rules about that. How much did censoring this information and keeping it out of the American conversation about the election contribute to the Biden campaign? It speaks to massive problems like political and I think moral rot within the FBI. Seamus has done a lot of incredible reporting on this topic in his book. But I also think it speaks to, you know, what else is new? This is not the first time Hunter Biden has had to be protected by federal agencies. You remember when he, before the 2016 election, in fact, he abandoned a rental car in a drug stupor out in Arizona, left his ID, left drug residue. The local law enforcement come to say, hey, this is actually a violation of several laws. We'd like to talk to you about this, Hunter Biden. And no less than the Secret Service had to then come in and sort of protect him from that. So unfortunately, Hunter Biden... Well, the same thing could be
0: said about lying on his gun application and having... Uh, his, I guess, sister-in-law that I think he dated at some point, uh, dumped this gun in a, in a dumpster somewhere. Um, one that he wouldn't be able to get legally had he been truthful on the application. Nobody seems to want to talk about that either. Let's get your take. Seamus, you, you did author this book, Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. Well, now you got a direct accusation by two senators, Grassley and Johnson.
2: Yeah, that's exactly right, Sean. I mean, this this is déjà vu all over again. Uh, Brian and <clears throat> should not have been there in 2020 based on his actions during the 2016 election. It actually goes back a lot further than that. You know, the FBI has been compromised for many years. I mean, you go back to FBI Director Louis Free, who, by the way, turns out to be a Hunter Biden business partner. Each one of these FBI directors, you go from Free in '93. To Mueller in 2001, Comey in 2013, McCabe does a little uh, acting director stint, and now Ray. Every single one of these FBI directors goes through the revolving door. That's the money part of this. They end up working for uh, these contractors like Comey did with Lockheed Martin, Mueller did with Booz Allen Hamilton. These are the contractors that get big contracts with uh, administrations run by people like Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden. And so it's it's both money and politics that's driving this corruption. And again, these guys who uh, uh, Grassley and Johnson have named, they should not have been there in twenty twenty. They should have been fired for what they did in twenty sixteen.
0: All right, quick break. We'll have more on the FBI and the Department of Justice and the lack of action as it relates to Hunter Biden. And some people in within these organizations seem to be desperately protecting Hunter. More with Eric Eggers and Seamus Bruner as we continue. 800-941-SHAWN, our number, as we will get to your calls after the bottom of the half hour. We continue with Eric Eggers, Vice President, Government Accountability Institute, and Seamus Bruner, author of the best-selling book, Compromised, How Money and Politics Drive FBI Corruption. I, I'm, I imagine that if I swear before a court of law, especially a FISA court, which is done in secret, and my understanding is, at the top of a FISA application, the word "verified" stands. Uh, and I presented an information that turns out to not only be unverified, not verified, but unverifiable—in other words, false information. In this one case of the Russian dossier that Hillary paid for, it was totally debunked. And I presented to the FISA court on four separate occasions, even after the subsource themselves. Told the FBI that none of this is true. All of it was bar talk. You would think that they would go after the people that purposefully, knowingly, at that point, lied to a FISA court. But nobody's been held accountable on that, that, in, in that regard either. Not one single person. And I don't no. think they're going to be held accountable. I mean, I think the statute of limitations is now running out.
1: The good news is that we're now up to the point where I think Hunter Biden, I think, is about to be held accountable. I mean, let's not take for granted the fact that we've got. What gives you that
0: indication? Because I'll believe it when I see it.
1: Okay. Well, here's my best bet, because CBS is now reporting on this, right? The New York Times has reported on this. And so it's no longer being suppressed and censored. It's actually now made its way into the mainstream media. Some would say it has had to become the mainstream media as the greatest indication that indictments on Hunter Biden for money laundering or worse is coming, possibly tax evasion. And um, the fact that the FBI issued a unique and unprecedented joint statement with MI5 recently to say, hey, we've identified the longest long-term threat, the biggest long-term threat to the United States national security. It's China. Guess how they're going to do it? espionage, and trying to go after U.S. technology. What was Hunter Biden's biggest payday with a business partnership with China, which they then went out and tried to acquire U.S. corporations with sensitive technology? So I think that we're getting more and more indications that just because of the fact that the mainstream media is now reporting on Hunter Biden as a serious issue, I don't think they'd be doing that if they didn't have to, and they wouldn't have to unless real charges were coming.
0: You know, this This gets more fascinating by the day. Maybe you're right. Maybe that's the reason why finally the New York Times and the Washington Post and all these outlets that allowed the 2016 narrative that it's uh, Russian disinformation, meaning Hunter's laptop, um, to finally be corrected because they're anticipating perhaps there might be an indictment of some kind. I don't know what the, the suspicious side of me, Seamus says. If it is, it's going to be a slap on the wrist and a sweetheart deal. That's my guess. If that's true,
2: yeah, Sean, I'm I'm with you. I mean, it, it's it, I'll, I'll take whatever scalps we can get, but it's a little too little, too late. And also, uh, the, the FBI needs to be held accountable. Not just the private actors, not Clinton and her you know lackeys working for the campaign, but the FBI needs to be held to account for what they've done over the past. I don't. We're coming up on ten years of uh, wrongdoing here. Um, it's. It's. Uh, I think. It, I think a purge needs to happen on the seventh floor at Main Justice and at the FBI. Um, it's. Uh, you know. We'll, I guess we'll we'll take what we can get if Hunter Biden's in, indicted. But, but, but the I fact that they right. got
0: away with the Russia hoax and right. and the, the filing of unverified information to the FISA court and never were held accountable for any of that fact that hillary got away with thirty-three thousand deletions and bleach bit and and hammers and sim cards missing hammers to devices i mean it just doesn't give me any confidence anymore it just it right. seems that the only people that ever get in trouble are people that identify as a trump supporter somebody that's a republican or a conservative and doesn't tow the liberal line if you're a liberal you get away with everything
3: it's right well, think-
1: it's going it's to take years to gain the credibility back that the fbi once had
0: I'll give you the last word. Eric. Yeah, I
1: think you're you're totally right. Uh, I mean, anybody that was like delivering pizza within the, um, you know, a, a square mile of the Capitol on January 6th gets to come in and testify, and their word is taken as uh, gospel truth. But you've got verified reporting, and you've got you know not no less than a partnership. It seems like between the FBI and the mainstream media to discredit, and then you bring in the big tech element to keep the information actually off of. The platforms by which many americans get their news and i think as you said it is shocking it's a big deal when you consider the relevance to the election in 2020 as well so um i hope that uh, there is some level of accountability because the stakes demand nothing less
0: all right thank you both we really appreciate it eric eggers thank you seamus bruner thank you uh we appreciate the good work you both are doing very very pivotal Alright, 25 now to the top of the hour. We'll get to your busy phone calls here. So many of you have been uh, very, very patient. Don in California. Don, I don't know what the hell you're doing out there. 13% state income tax. But then again, I don't know what I'm doing in New York, so who am I to talk?
3: Well, I'm I'm asking myself that same question now, now today, Sean. I appreciate you taking my phone call. Hey, the reason I called because um, I used to be a cop and now I'm a therapist who works with first responders out here and the anecdotal evidence that I'm sort of accumulating is that we're in trouble. We're in a lot of trouble because there used to be a time where cops were respected and then it kind of shifted a little bit. And there was that, you know, the people out there that, that, that shifted their sentiment and, and then it became the sort of us versus them type of deal. But at least we had that unity in the department. And now what's happening is, you know, that's that, that the politicians that exist around here, and I think you know what I'm talking about, are basically poisoning from an inside out. And now these officers who are doing things that the public just simply could not possibly comprehend on a daily basis are, are b- b- just basically exceeding their capacity. And it's coming down to where the people that would never come in to see somebody like me are coming in and it's getting really bad. And I'm just, I, I can't imagine it getting better until things start changing from the top down.
0: I don't think it's going to get better either. And I, I honestly believe, you know, in spite of all of the, all, all the video we're showing on a regular basis on TV of the most horrific crimes, often in broad daylight. And, you know, people walking in the stores, walking out with nine hundred and fifty bucks worth of stuff they're stealing and getting away with it. And nobody's stopping them. Nobody's punishing them. Or you get a guy that tries to assassinate Lee Zeldin and and he's released on his own recognizance. Uh, with no bail and he, he literally had a weapon and was going right for Lee Zeldin's neck. That's pretty disturbing, but we see this all the time. I don't know if you saw the fight we showed the other night between a guy that was let out on a, on a gun charge, uh, with no bail, uh, 16 years old, literally just trying to beat the living hell out of a police officer. And, you know, the police officer wasn't really trying to fight back as much as restrain him. And, and that's a whole different ball game because every cop in the back of their head knows, you know, once they punch back, once they defend themselves, that they're going to be the ones that are answering questions. It's not going to be the person that was throwing the punches at them. So that's it's exactly it's right really down. upside guys, down right now. And, and I would expect more of the same, more smashing grabs. I have a friend of mine that is a, a retailer, a jeweler. And he had a smash-and-grab robbery at his store. Um, it's, it's sad what's going on. And it's not going to stop. This is only going to encourage people to do more of it.
3: I don't have a political agenda. I'm not in this. But, but, the, but the poison that's getting into these minds isn't it's that they, they're not afraid of the, of the people that are out there doing, their, you know, doing the, the, the crime. These, these guys are our warriors. It's that they're afraid of what's going to happen if they just do their jobs and it's and it's causing this this sort of existential panic and that's like i said i'm not in this for the political stuff i'm just in this for the officer the ones that are struggling the ones that feel like they can't drop that weight and they're just getting they're just getting consumed by this idea that it's not it's not if something happens it's when it's going to happen and it's going to be something that they've been doing their job day in and day out on a level that people have no clues. These guys are seeing things that the the average citizen would have nightmares about for the rest of their lives, and they're seeing it daily. And now they're melting from the inside out, from the department in.
0: Well, would you expect anything different? Because I would not. Not anymore. I mean, uh, not anymore. All right. Thanks for the call. We'll stay in California. Joe's out there. Joe, how are you? Glad you called. Uh, It says you're a farmer. How can you farm anything in California when you don't have any water out there? And if you do have water, you're paying a fortune for it. And if you need fertilizer, you're paying 400% more than you were paying two years ago. And seed is probably double the price. If I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong.
4: No, Sean, thank you for having me on. You're absolutely correct. I farm almonds, walnuts, prunes, and pistachios. uh, And it's all the regulations that we have here are impossible to deal with at times. We have to have a permit and pay a fee in order to burn our prunings. We have to pay uh, an irrigated lands uh, permit so much per acre. Now we're going to have a Groundwater Sustainability Act that we have to pay so much per acre. These are all unfunded state mandates that they send back to the counties and then the counties place them on us that are trying to make a living farming. I've been farming for 47 years. I never thought in my wildest dreams that the state of California would be in this shape today and that our nation would be in the shape that it's in. Uh, The last, we we are, parts of California are a desert. We need water, the last water reservoir that was built or water structure that was built in california was in 1982 the new Malones reservoir 20 years 20 years without a water project seven years ago we approved a bond in california to build more reservoirs seven years ago we still today do not have a shovel ready project to do uh water storage with all the benefits of irrigation water storm for, uh, protection, recreation, power generation, so many positive reasons why we need more water storage, and nothing happens. Our governor out here has uh, an 80 or $90 billion.
0: Uh, there was a proposal I saw this week that if you have well water on your own land that you own and, and you extract any of your own well water, they want to tax you on every gallon that you take out of the ground. Can you believe that? I mean, only in California would they think of that. I was out there many years ago, a number of years ago, and I was in farmland in the San Joaquin Valley, and, and sure enough, the farmers couldn't do their farming because they wouldn't allow the farmers to get the water because they wanted to protect a little, it's like a minnow fish called the Delta smelt, and so they put the the right and by the way not even an endangered species and they put the the Delta smelt ahead of the farmers ability to provide food for people I mean that's how insane it was then what you're describing is even more insane since I've last been out there dealing with this issue
4: oh well, it gets crazier and crazier by the day yes with this groundwater sustainability we have to now apply for a permit to drill a well and Certain conditions have to be met. Uh, th- this is, and it's again, probably so
0: onerous that you can't even meet the conditions. Is my guess?
4: It's very, very difficult. Plus, it's very expensive to drill a well. You're looking nowadays a decent producing well costing us a quarter of a million dollars to to, to drill and get it operational, and have to go through all the uh, hoops. The and
0: permit process. I get, No, I get it, man. It's. I, i'm I, i'll tell you what's going to happen we're going to end up with a, a food shortage in this country farmers have been warning me about it and and i'm pretty sure that that's going to happen i really am you know we, right uh, but and we and, and, and america is going to wake up pretty quickly it's sort of like you know we now appreciate truckers and packers after the pandemic and we appreciate healthcare workers a little more after the pandemic um, we're going to be appreciating farmers and ranchers a hell of a lot more, probably sooner than later, uh, once we get to the shortage part of the natural evolution in this process. Because the last thing that's going to happen is, oh well, now if you if you want avocados, if you want a head of lettuce, if you want whatever it happens to be, if you want to buy a steak and you you know you're going to pay thirty five dollars for a small cut. Uh, people are going to take notice, and I, I, I go shopping every week, and I look at the prices. I can't believe it. My sister bought a chicken. I was complaining about this the other day, and it was uncooked, and she got it from the same store that has a rotisserie machine, and and they, they're not using it now for whatever reason. I don't know. And I used to buy a whole chicken already cooked. They did a really good job you know, with rotisserie chicken, And I used to pay six bucks and it was already cooked. She got a chicken the exact same size. And she paid twenty bucks for it. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Now people said, Hannity, stop whining. You can afford it. That's true, I can. But I remember all those years, and there were many of them when I did live paycheck to paycheck. And at that point, if I if I was in those times, I don't know what I'd be eating right now, because it certainly wouldn't be steak. And it probably wouldn't be pork, and it probably wouldn't even be chicken, for crying out loud. I don't know what I'd be eating. But it's uh, family. this is what families are now going through. But w- w- mark my words, if this continues, we're, we're all going to pay a very big price for this. Anyway, appreciate the call. God bless you, Joe. Thank you for what you do and try to do. And I'm sorry they, they make it so hard for you to do what you're doing. Uh, Let's say hi to uh, John in Maryland. John, how are you? Glad you called, sir. John, it's a pleasure
4: to speak with you. Um, What I I want your opinion on is these Democrats who are supporting Trump candidates in Republican primaries, because that's what happened last week in Maryland. The Trump candidate got supported by Democrats. The Democrats thinking he was going to be a weaker candidate. I have a feeling it's going to come back and bite these Democrats on the backside, when these Trump candidates turn out to be great candidates, as they often turn out to be.
0: I'm not worried so much about the House. I think Republicans, I know Kevin McCarthy and Newt Gingrich have been working together, and they're going to come up with their commitments to America, their promises to America, kind of like the contract. Mitch McConnell is, as I've been told by my sources, a little cold to the idea at first. He's maybe warming up to it. Um, the Senate is going to be much harder. The Senate's going to be very hard. I mean, they, they are pounding people like Ron Johnson, J.D. Vance, Herschel Walker, Dr. Oz. And and the electorate is going to have to really, really step up and understand that if you elect any of these Democrats in all these Senate races, Florida, Georgia, North Carolina with Bud, New Hampshire, um, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Ohio, Missouri, Colorado, Washington state, uh, Chewbacca in Alaska, Laxalt in Nevada, uh, you know, whoever wins the primary out in Arizona. If you don't support the Republican, you're you're supporting the Biden candidate. And that means more of the same because they're going to they're going to double down. If they keep control of the Senate, they're going to double down on their attempted power grab. And people really need to understand they're going to they will throw everything they got at every one of these candidates and especially the races that I'm focused on now, especially in in Wisconsin, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Georgia. You know, you better pay very close attention. You know, I look at a state like Georgia, where the Republican Party has been pretty divided now for a number of years. You guys better get your act together down there and you better understand that that. This is an important race and and I've never been the biggest fan of Kemp. Kemp winning is important in Georgia over Stacey Abrams. Period end of sentence. Not a time for intramural fighting and petty differences. You got to look at the big picture now. And Republican candidates are infinitely better than this new democratic socialism that is that is worshiping at the altar of climate alarmism. You know, this this cult that they now belong to. It's okay to beg, you know, the world's dictators and hostile regimes and hostile actors for the lifeblood of our economy and not produce it domestically. These are pretty scary times, I'll tell you that. I'll give you the last word.
4: They're all good people that you mentioned. I think all they have to do is stick to the message. The message is America was great, America can be great, and if they stick to the message, no matter what the Democrats say, their goodness will come through, I believe, in the ballot box.
0: If they stick to the message... That's part of it. But you got to understand they're not just running against whoever their opponent happens to be. Raphael Warnock, for example, in in the state of Georgia, they're running against the entire media establishment and Raphael Warnock and the entire, you know, all all these billionaires that are pouring money into states. They've already dumped forty four million dollars on Ron Johnson's head to defeat him in Wisconsin They've dumped tens of millions of dollars to destroy Dr. Oz's reputation in in Pennsylvania. To be honest, when I look at those ads, and I've known them for years, those ads make him unrecognizable to me. They're so dishonest. And they're doing that everywhere. They're doing that to J.D. Vance in, in Ohio. They will do that in every state, in every Senate race this year so the ongoing global covid 19 pandemic has created a greater opportunity for criminals to steal and share your private medical information now if enough information ends up on the dark web then someone can attempt to obtain medical care under your name they can also commit insurance fraud or even put your own care at risk by mingling your health records with some strangers. Every day, all of us are exposing our personal information online, and it makes it easier and easier for someone to steal your identity. Now, that's why LifeLock.com by Norton is so important, as they see the threats we'll often miss on our own. And by the way, they'll scour the dark web on your behalf. If any of your information is compromised, you will get an alert. If, in fact, you're a victim of identity theft, you will get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist who will fix it for you. Very simple, low annual rate. It's easy to protect yourself and your identity. And if you join now by going to LifeLock.com or calling 1-800-LIFELOCK, not only will you get their low annual rate, you'll save an additional 25% off your first year just by using the promo code HANNITY. 1-800-LIFELOCK, lifelock.com, promo code Hannity, for an additional 25% off. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. Our investigation, why is China buying hundreds of thousands of acres of land uh, all across the country? Farmland, ranches where cattle are, near military bases. What's going on here? Sarah Carter investigates. Chip Roy will join us. Mike Waltz joins us. We'll look at the... 75 basis point increase in interest rates today. What it means for you and your family, Charles Payne, Congressman Comer. Uh, we'll also check in with the media mob doing defense for all things radical socialists, Larry Elder and Joe Concha, uh, Leo 2.0, Terrell and Buck Sexton. 9 Eastern, say DVR, Hannity, Fox News. Hope you'll join us. See you tonight. Back here tomorrow. Thank you for being with us. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, Well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately, but we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now enter the burner, less lethal pistol launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China.
4: and no cash, where every penny you have could all be tracked. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last.
3: Go to HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. That's HannityGold.com.